0: Welcome back to another episode of the Merge Feast. My name is Blake. I'm here with Logan and Brandon. What's up, guys?
1: What's going on? How's it going?
0: Doing well, doing well. I don't know if you guys are excited, as excited as I am, but we have two weeks until the season finale of episode 46, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, That's, what, two weeks from
2: just shy of two
0: weeks. Yep, February 28th. Uh,
1: then the grind begins. Absolutely. Two hour episode for the first week. First two weeks technically. Yeah, but first two weeks. I'm, sick, I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really happy that and I think we've said this before, but that they've decided to come back with the um the hour and a half long episodes and the fact that the first two episodes are two hours. That tells me this could be a very interesting cast. Now, if they need that much time to dedicate to kind of sharing everybody's story and getting to know these players, I think it could be a really, really fun season.
1: Do you think they're going to spend all of that extra time highlighting the cast and doing that, or
3: are there going to be any other kind of, anything new there at all? Good question. Um, I know the.
0: <coughs> I saw an interview with um, Jeff Probst and he talked about how you really needed that much time to fit everybody in, um, like all their personalities. So I kind of think that it's just going to be more getting to know people, getting to know the cast, mm-hmm. but. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like last season there was a handful of new twists, and I I would not be surprised to see, you know, something different. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think, Brandon? Have you seen anything?
2: I actually have been, I've kind of purposefully, purposely, I don't know, one of those two words, been trying to go into season forty-six blind, so I haven't seen anything, but. I think with the 2 hour episodes um I would imagine that it is going to be very focused on getting to know the cast members I think um season 45 specifically did a really good job with that where you know in seasons prior it kind of felt like you didn't really know a lot of the people until the merge and I think having four hours worth of content and within the first two episodes is going to help
0: us really get to know everybody. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that that kind of leads into the next thing that I know we wanted to talk about was, and we've talked about this a little bit before, um, but kind of playing off of what we really liked and really didn't like over last season and prior seasons, kind of wanted to talk about what we want our or what's kind of on our wish list or um, or even the things that we don't want to see this season. so um, I know one that I think we don't want that I think we could all agree on. We don't want any quitters this season
3: with that, the quitters.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was granted for me last season was ended up really, really good with how poor it started um so i'm glad i you know gave it the chance and kind of powered through but i hope we don't have to deal with that this next season
2: yeah i i hope so as well because i think uh the last really five seasons i feel like there's been obviously the two quitters last season um and then there's been an evacuation and i think the two seasons before that. So I would love to see, you know, the survivor cast all get, you know, if they're going to leave the game, I would like it to be, you know, via tribal council and getting voted out. So that's my, I that's high on my list as well as quitters. Cause that just kind of sucks the fun out of, out of the
1: episodes when they end that way. Kind of in line with the quitters, like maybe on the opposite side of maybe on the once. But if there are any quitters, I hope Jeff stays true to his word and uh, doesn't give him the, the snuff of the torch or makes them makes it makes it a little harsher on him for for the for the quitting. But we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't come to that, though.
2: Yeah, I have I have high hopes for the season just based off of the the teaser that they showed us at the end of 45 this seems like it's going to be a really interesting and fun cast which we'll kind of get into a little bit later but I am very optimistic for what I've seen
1: what are some things that uh to you guys that uh are on like say your wish list um for me this is
2: uh really solely just kind of based off of season 45 I think I think we all three agree that season 45 was fantastic, one of the better seasons of Survivor. Um, I think one thing that it really lacked, in my opinion, was strategy, uh, good strategy, specifically among the Bellow tribe or the tribe that was in the minority. I would like to see... Um, players, you know, if they're in a similar situation to that, maybe see some power shifts and see some blindsides and kind of have some some rivalries going back and forth rather than one tribe controlling the game through the entirety of uh the season.
0: Um
3: What about you guys?
0: No, I'm I'm with you on that for sure. As much as I like a an alliance to stick together for a long time, um, <clears throat> it just kind of reminds me a little more of the old school play as opposed to everybody switching all the time. Um, I think I want a good combination of that, but not only do I want the minority to have some better strategy, like last, unlike last season, but I also want. Kind of that majority, the ones that have the power and control to want to mix things up a little bit, and people not just be stuck. so that that was my big drawback last season. and so i'm I'm definitely with you on that.
3: Do you guys think
0: they'll have you know any new twists or um, or anything different than last season? because, Last season, there were a couple little unique twists and turns that I don't remember seeing before, uh, like multiple split tribal councils once the merge happened, and then a lot of people losing their votes. Like I feel like more than I remember in in past seasons. But was there any other like new challenges or um, twists that I'm missing and Do you want that many? Like, talk to me about what you guys think there.
3: So, for me, uh, if I am thinking correctly, 41
2: and 42, season 41 and 42, had kind of the same gimmicks and twists. Same with 43 and 44. Those two were kind of sister seasons, if that makes sense. Um so I'm assuming that they're going to keep the same theme with 45 and 46 where there's going to be a lot of similarities in the seasons just because the the players that are playing in those respective seasons haven't seen the other ones so it's all new to them while it won't be new to us I am guessing that it will be very similar but I do hope that they back off of um votes being lost because i think there were uh, i there were multiple multiple tribal councils where at least one person didn't have a vote um and there was also a very critical tribal council i can't remember off the top of my head but i think it was final nine where it was either three or four people didn't have a vote it's a very critical point in the game that's could have been a very that could have been a flipping point in the game so i'm hoping that less power is taken out of the players hands at tribal council
1: yeah i i, I agree with that completely i think the lost votes and all is bad for tribal council and the game to a point um i think I had never really looked at that before Brandon of the similarities between the 4142 and then 4344. So I with hearing that, I would almost bet it's the same and that makes sense just less they have to really come up with. So um and I'm okay with that, but hopefully they tone it back on the the votes being lost, but one other just kind of small thing that I kind of thought about was I think back in I believe in 41 or 42 they came out and were kind of said that they were going to be doing some more like viewer insights or um, kind of giving like, Hey, this is what's going on where kind of lays out for the viewers in a way or highlights, Hey, this is where the idol was, or um, a couple different scenes from Jeff. Um, I think they still do some of those, but I think those were kind of fun and, um, insightful for the viewers, but nothing, nothing major there. Yeah, a little behind the scenes look.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm with you there. Those are always those are cool. So I'd love to see some more, just kind of behind the curtains type of stuff. And I know that they're uh the on the on fire podcast that they do that comes out after each episode does a pretty good job at kind of doing that as well, but more during the episode I'm with you would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I I had kind of forgotten about the fact that they usually film these in twos. Because um, you're right, it's not... This new cast doesn't know anything of what happened last season, um, so that makes total sense. One of the things that I thought that they could maybe do, this is just kind of a random idea, but um, before the merge or really any time if you find like the beware advantage instead of losing your vote maybe you lose the ability to compete in a challenge and so then like potentially detrimental to the entire tribe for you to try and get that
3: uh, like
2: almost like you have to play a man down in a challenge is
3: Right, okay.
0: and then, and then people are gonna know. Like, I don't know if if they kind of put you on blast and say, "Dang, well, why can't he?" Is like oh, he's got a punishment. I don't know something to just kind of mix it up. Because I, I was trying to think, like, okay, I like the different twists and talent or um, twists and turns and little wrinkles that they throw in things, but what negative consequence can there be other than losing your vote? And I, the only thing that I could think of was like not having the ability to participate in a challenge or I don't know, something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think there could definitely be some different um, punishment or different criteria of, for- along when you find a beware advantage because, but I
3: don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if the the challenge, you know, being
2: eliminated from uh, or being ineligible to compete would be, would work just because I know you, like, it, as then you'd be out there for everybody to see you and somebody would know something was up and that would, I guess that would put a massive target on your back. So it would make you, work even harder to actually figure out whatever the puzzle is. So, it could work, I guess. But
1: yeah, but then I mean, the other the only other downside to, if somebody has to sit out then the I guess if they you just play a man down rather than the other tribe it being even, I guess that makes sense. Never mind. Yeah.
2: But I guess uh, if you go to tribal, the man
3: down's getting voted out, right? You would think immediately yeah. unless they get an idol. Unless.
0: I don't know. Just something so, to think about. I, I doubt that anything like this drastic will will change in season forty six, but I will be curious to see how they switch it up because they've done a good job of adding new new twists and little unique kind of facets to the game, but I'm kinda ready for something new.
3: Yeah. So um another item on our wish list was new challenges. Um, And I think I actually, because for you know, 44
2: seasons, Survivor has really more or less kind of recycled the same challenges over and over again or like changed them a little bit. And I think in 45, we actually probably largely due to Carson, like 3D printing puzzles and stuff at home, we finally got to see some new challenges, or at least new puzzles um, in season 45. So I hope that that trend continues and they give us fresh puzzles and fresh challenges.
1: I would agree. I, the one challenge that I missed was the balls at the very end, where they're having to manage the like multiple balls and grab it with, do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, like what's usually the final challenge where they have to—they yeah. have one hand behind their back mm-hmm. and they have to keep adding balls. Yeah, that's a great challenge. I miss
1: that one. <laughs> Other than that, like I'd be—I'm totally great with new challenges and all. Um, but I—I I miss that one. Yeah.
2: you know, a challenge I'd be okay with seeing every season is—I think it's—I think it's called the last gasp, but it's where you're. In the ocean. Oh yeah. And you're yeah. under that grate and you're just like basically trying to wait out the uh the tide. Yeah. That is such a good challenge. It's remember just, like, that one that they willpower.
0: outlasted the tide and they ended up calling it a tie? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was a couple seasons ago. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they outlasted the tide and Jeff's like, well, I don't really know what else to do from here because <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's let's wait 12 more hours and
1: yeah (laughs) um speaking of um necessarily a challenge but one thing that i hope they bring back is the auction and i'll be curious if they bring that back if they make any changes to it this season but i I would love to see that come back
0: it was very fun and i think it was so popular that i would be shocked if it didn't but who knows? I, and I mean, along with that, I'm you guys know I'm a sucker for the reward challenges, not just the immunity challenges. And I, I hope we have more of those, just like we did last season as well.
2: yeah, i I hope they bring the auction back, and I imagine that they will, but i I hope that they tweak it a little bit because the way that they went about it, while I liked that they didn't have advantages available for auction. Um I didn't like that it was you know whoever has the most money at the end loses their vote because you had people instead of like bidding on fun things, it was just, I'm gonna throw all my money at a chocolate milkshake. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pay nine hundred dollars for it. So I hope that they change it a little bit. Yeah, like maybe they just make it a fun thing, and there's no strings attached. That would be cool with me, honestly.
3: For sure. Yeah, I'd be good with that. Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead. Do we have uh, anything else
2: on our wish list or things that we don't want to see in this upcoming season?
0: Uh, We talked about less split tribal councils for, for a minute, but I feel like we had, well... I guess it felt like there was more because the tribe lost their vote one of the, the tribal councils but just felt like the first 3 episodes of the merge we did not have everybody voting and that seemed a little a little excessive to me so I don't love the split tribal councils more than once a season but
1: I think once a season is more than enough because I mean it really does and I understand trying to break up the alliances and some of that but it, it it can really put a a twist in things and I think I think more than one is is honestly excessive
0: this is where survivor gets really interesting to me is if the game is simple enough um to where if you never change the rules you never add um, or if you only have hidden immunity idols, or if you don't have hidden immunity idols, eventually players are going to get so good that or you're going to have one or two players that just run away with it. I think those different twists and the split tribal councils can be used to kind of shake the game up. Um, not to necessarily like punish some people, but just, hey, let's throw some randomness out here. Um, just to keep things interesting. And so I'm always curious if production does that on the fly or if it's, hey, we're doing this no matter what, or, hey, this alliance is running away with everything. Nobody's catching them. We want to switch this up just for entertainment. Um, I'm always curious on some of that. And so it'll be interesting to see how they do that.
2: I have heard Jeff talk about that and he has said that because it came up last season whenever they did the tribes, tribe swap because Lulu was getting just destroyed.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jeff said that they, they uh, have everything
2: planned out from start to finish. They don't call any audibles during the season um
3: which i honestly don't buy because let's
2: say because number one like last year or last season was the first tribe swap in forever and it just so happened that a tribe had
1: what two members left yeah there's no way they they weren't they didn't have to call an audible because yeah. they can't they can't predict that exactly
2: that so I I think that I think that they probably do whether or not they admit it or not I think that they do make changes on the fly
0: or even if they if he's embellishing that a little bit saying well okay we basically have you know at, at these points of the game we've got these two different options so we know which one or we know both options and we're just you know going to go based on so where it's not like they're just totally
3: making it up on the fly but I don't know I I don't know that I buy that either yeah but honestly I think uh, there's a part of
2: me that Wouldn't be mad if they came out and said, like, oh, yeah, sometimes we're just like, let's do this. This would be interesting to see what happens.
0: I would not be mad at that at all. Right. Especially if they show you some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff like we talked about with just having the audience insight. You'd kind of get to see not just the game being played, but kind of the... Sort the word I'm looking for, like social experiment kind of going on like, OK, or, hey, us as an audience get to vote on. The challenge or the reward next week, and, and obviously it's not live, but um, so it'd be hard to do some of that, but I don't know. Mixing it up like that, I don't think is a bad thing. They should do a
2: live season of Survivor one of these days, one of these seasons. That would be pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it would even if it was just two weeks and it was on for.
0: I mean, just like Big Brother, where it's it's on three or four times a week for two or three weeks. Give us give us the live
2: feeds in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just have a just have an
3: episode every time. There's gonna be a tribal council, I guess. Yeah. Would be cool. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be that'd be pretty awesome, honestly. If I
0: I almost wonder if they would do something like that if um if Big Brother wasn't around or if Big Brother was on a competing network, with his popular Survivor is, but they don't really seem to as similar as those two games are, they don't really seem to compete with each other. And that makes
3: sense because they're both on CBS, but yeah. No, well, I mean,
0: go ahead. I was just going to see if we wanted to kind of talk about some of the new people and um, maybe have like a little mock draft of, you know, dra-
3: drafting our own tribes. Yeah, let's get into Uh, it. I like it. Well, we've got... Yeah, I've got
0: the list pulled up. And I know you guys should have it in front of you too. But uh, it looks like there is 18 people. Nine guys, nine girls should be pretty standard. Um, I don't think we've really... It's been pretty even for... Every season that I can remember, right?
3: Uh, as far as like guys and girls,
2: I think
0: so. Yes, I do believe so. That's something I think Survivor's done really good is just keeping things balanced and to fit like any and every walks of, you know, walks of life to, um. To age, I mean, having people that have been what 17, 18 years old, and then others that are in their 60s. So I, th- I think they've done a really, really good job at, at casting, and I'm excited to see these people. So, how do we want to do this? We want to like just read off all the names or tell something about them as we're reading into that, or what do we want to do here? What do you think, Brandon?
2: So let's uh let's do just kind of a snake draft. We can do uh oldest to youngest is fine. Um, and yeah, just pick somebody and then honestly, you want to read something interesting about them or just like I think that's an awesome name
3: and call it good. Uh, whatever you want to do. So, uh, Blake, if you want to keep track of the the
2: draft, um, that looks like you're doing that. That's awesome. Uh, and we can get into it if you want to lead us off.
0: Ooh, me leading us off. Okay. Yeah,
2: you are. You are the oldest. So
3: put him on blast.
0: the shots fired (laughs) okay so i pulled up the list and i'm not even i'm not even going to be looking through the pictures as we do this um until i until i pick somebody so i am gonna go with um jessica chong uh looks like she goes by jess so that's gonna be my first pick and awesome. let me see here. Something about her um, says hometown Hong Kong slash Toronto software engineer in
3: San Francisco. Um, looks like she's married and. Uh, see three adjectives that best describe her silly
0: animated, silly slash animated, compassionate and persistent. No,
1: my first pick
3: with the number two pick
1: of the draft um (laughs) i am going to pick jamelia i don't even know how to say her last name husan adams Uh, she goes by jim um kind of picked her for a reason of one of the questions that was asked of her was um what past survivor would you play the game most like? And a couple people on her list thought, okay, this could be interesting if she truly plays like that. Um, The people on that list was Boston Rob, Tony, and then Kelly Wentworth. So um, could be an interesting character throughout the season if um, she can get going and last long enough um she is actually from um Guyana, South America. Lives in Chicago and um is an international brand mentor. So could be a
3: fun one. Awesome. With my pick, I'm going with Soda Thompson.
2: Uh <laughs> Number one, her name is Soda. That's pretty awesome. Uh, from She is from Lake Hopatong, New Jersey. I'm sorry for any residents of that city. If I said that wrong, <laughs> reach out to us, please. And something that stuck out to me was, what is something we would never know from looking at you? And her response is, I am deathly afraid of butterflies. I cannot even be in the same field as one, and I can sense when anything small, soft, and winged is nearby. (laughs) And her next, another answer, (laughs) another (laughs) answer stuck out to me. So what past survivor would you play the game most like? And usually if you're asked this question, you would say a former contestant, Uh, Boss and Rob. Kelly, Caleb, whoever. Her response? Season 42. <laughs> okay. So, due to her silly fear uh, and her silly answer to that question, um, I picked her, and I'll move this along, but I also have a really dumb fear. I am afraid of um, hot air balloons, so... I I also have dumb fears, so I pick Soda. Back to you, Blake. Well, I, I hope uh, she does well. Um, wait, wait.
3: I need to go. It's a snake draft. My bad. I need to go uh, twice. And... I set this up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope
0: Soda is good because otherwise that would be so depressing. Flat. So
3: depressing. Uh, with the with my next pick I'm going with Randon Ooh, good pick.
2: Randon Mont- Montalvo. Uh, because it's Brandon with no B. Um and three adjectives that best describe him: analytical, persistent, uh, and passionate. That stuck out to me. I think being an analytical person in Survivor is something that um, can help you go a long
3: way in this game. So, I'm with uh, I'm with Randon. Pick. All Hello. right. So
1: for my pick, I'm gonna go with Charlie Davis. Um. Kind of the reasoning for picking him um, that stuck out was his occupation is a um law student, so still in school, fairly young, but going through law. Um, I always feel like the um, lawyers and people of that background um, tend to do really well in in the game, and depending on how he plays that, if he tells people, be interesting to see, but um. A couple things about him. He's uh really into running. Said like serious competitive running. Um debating in board games, so could be uh
3: could be a, a good one. Here you I got it. Blake. I like it.
0: Um my pick number two, I'm gonna go with Liz Wilcox. She uh see here she currently lives in orlando florida uh, her favorite hobbies running telling jokes and making money oh those are up there on there you the, go my favorite things as well minus the running i don't like that
3: um let's see here yeah i don't know she just seems
0: uh kind of fun down to earth and uh i'll I don't know. Curious to see her gameplay. Nice. Awesome. And your next pick. Next pick. I'm between two. Um, I think I'm going to go. Mr. Tim Spicer. All right. There you go. Timmy Spice. Let's go. Mr. Spicer. Uh, He is from Atlanta, Georgia. And he's a college coach. The, the thing that kind of stood out to me about him was his three favorite hobbies, dating his wife, watching Survivor and Peaky Blinders, and exercising daily. Just seems like just a genuine good dude. And uh, looks like, um, I mean, how his friends would describe him. Says my friends would describe me as God's child, uh, Tim is extremely uplifting, a good listener, and a great friend to have. So, I, I don't know. Curious to see if he sticks to that in, in the game. And yeah,
1: he seems fun. Nice. Um, okay, for my next one, I am going to go with David Jelensky. Jelensky. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I
3: saw this guy um, earlier. So OG.
1: a couple things about him. He's kind of an interesting guy. Um from Las Vegas. Lives in Las Vegas still. He is a slot machine salesman. Cool. So kind of a cool thing. Um one thing that um I so said one of the things was what risks have you taken to, in your life to change for better, even if, it was, if the outcome wasn't planned, um, said dropping out um, for one year after high school was a risk that has paid off so far. Um, I mean, not necessarily, I mean, I guess school isn't for everybody, but um, seeing that shows me that he's not afraid to take some risks. So hopefully that kind of echoes into the game as well. So um, just kind of an interesting
3: guy and. Seems like he's passionate and might have a lot of knowledge, so we'll see. I like it. He
2: stood out to me as well. Um, my next pick is going to be
3: Q Burdett, and he's from Memphis, Tennessee. Something
2: that stood out to me, similar to you with Jolinsky, uh, Jolinsky Logan, was Uh, For Q Burdette, how would your friends describe you? I think my friends would describe me as the crazy risk-taking friend. They would probably add that I am the luckiest person they know. Being a risk-taker and having luck are two things that are vital to having a successful run on Survivor. So I really like
3: uh, to see that in his bio. My next pick is going to be Mariah Gaynor. And she is from San Diego, California.
2: She's into beer brewing, surfing, Dungeons & Dragons.
3: Her friends would describe her as a go-getter. And yeah, I don't know. She stood
2: out to me, so she's on my team. And I'm building a winning team, so I feel good
1: about it. You know, I almost picked her. Um, That was one that I was like, okay, seems... Could be a good one. But then I saw one thing that I decided I was going to shy away from. And that was um, what she said whenever it was asked, what's one thing somebody would, wouldn't know about you when they're just looking at you? And it was that she second guesses herself a lot. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. So
2: um, something else that I noticed to
3: to make me feel okay about that was... It says, uh, well, where'd it go? Um, Oh. Okay, anyway, I don't even know what I was saying, so you can go, Logan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, for my next pick... (laughs) For for, for my next pick, I am going to go with Venus Vafa um she is from canada and um a couple things she enjoys playing poker um creative writing making short films um adjectives that describe her passionate persistent and sassy um one thing that um she says that wouldn't know about her just looking at her was i am very observant and can see right through people's people's facade facade uh, facades, F- facades. okay go. i don't know why i was struggling with that <laughs> um, but
3: so seeing how she reads people um so it'll be interesting to see her play nice all right Let me see here. Who do we have left?
2: Well, you got two for us. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players remaining. Uh, All the ones in black are who we have remaining.
0: All right. right. I'm going to go with Mr. Hunter McKnight.
3: Like He is from French Camp, Mississippi. Um, How would his friends describe
0: him? Competitive. Bit odd, intelligent, quick witted, maybe a little arrogant, fun, and hardworking.
3: That sounds like the perfect guy for this show. I like it. Who's next for you? Pick number
2: two.
0: Let's see. Do I have. So we've got two guys, two girls. So I can go either direction.
3: I'm going to go Kinsey Petty. Kinsey Petty, is she's 29.
0: Uh, currently resides in Charlotte, North Carolina. Three favorite hobbies. Jigsaw puzzles, fantasy romance novels, and playing cards. So the puzzles, I'm hoping that comes into play for her. I uh, hope that's not just all talk. Like we've seen a couple of people say, like the self-proclaimed Puzzle kings that can't <laughs> solve a puzzle. Um, so
3: hopefully uh, hopefully that works out for her. Oh, and um, the something we
0: would never know from looking at her, that I'm a savage in Catan, which is a really fun strategy game. And so I think strategy will be a good thing for her as well.
1: Sweet. Who's on your board, Logan? I'm gonna go with Ben Katzman. Katzman, um, 31 from Miami, Florida. Um, musician and says he is a an an emotional and passionate person who's living for a good time and a real time. So, um, seems like he's pretty um a happy-go-lucky guy of living life to his fullest and
3: kind of sharing that with the people around him. So, um, yeah. Awesome, awesome.
2: I am going to go. I have two picks. I'm going to go with Banu Gopal.
3: Um, He, born in India, currently lives in Massachusetts.
2: Three of his favorite hobbies are dancing, swimming, and yoga. Um, How would your friends describe you? My friends have often called me adaptable and independent because I've lived alone in many cities. Um, I think that stuck out to me because adaptability, being able to uh, move on the fly in Survivor is something that you need to... You need to do well at to get to to survive the vote so i picked him my next pick is going to be give me just a second here you better not take mine hey we're we're uh at the bottom of the barrel and that's no shot at anybody because we don't know any of them but I'm going with Maria Shrime Gonzalez. Does that hurt your feelings, slogan? Or was that not your pick? No, that was my pick, so.
1: That's okay, though. Okay.
2: Uh, she enjoys travel. Oh, she's from Dallas, Texas. Go Mavericks. Um, she's a parent coach. That stuck out to me because I don't really know what that means. Um, so, good on you for having a made-up job. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if anybody listens as a parent coach. <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh, she's determined, loyal and resilient. So she kind of has the vibes of maybe having a a hero tag as a survivor contestant. So I'll be interested to see how that plays out for her. Logan,
3: who you got? I am going to go with, um, Tevin Davis.
1: He is 24 an actor. Hold um. Can, can you why
3: are we split oh three? you got you got too many dudes oh wow foul on the play yeah i think you, you have to pick tiffany yeah okay i'll pick tiffany uh, i didn't realize
1: that that's my bad um let's see here he's trying to cheat (laughs) oh stop it um so tiffany is 33 artist um painting and photography a few things she does and then says does eating out count as a hobby so
3: we'll see um kind of seems like um She might be a little
1: bit of a risk taker. Maybe she was laid off her job, but instead of getting a different job was got
3: something else. And.
0: uh, Well, look what, uh, what you wouldn't know from looking at her.
3: I love,
1: love, love playing the lottery. I am actually afraid that if there's an opportunity to gamble or take some big chance on survivor, I'm the player that won't be able to resist. So.
3: We shall see what comes up of that you got a good one could be fun all right last but certainly not least Mr. Irrelevant
1: you may tell you about him because I was going to
3: anyways (laughs) it's Evan Davis
1: and Tevin Tevin. I, I need you to come
0: through for me because nothing will make this win sweeter than by me landing on you because Logan mismanaged so
3: uh, let's see here. Uh,
0: currently resides in Richmond. He's an actor. Could be interesting.
3: Um, going to the beach, listening to music, fashion and shopping. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have about him?
0: What's something you would never know from looking at him he's uh, a country boy at heart and don't think um, ever too good to get a little messy? So, and what survivor would you play the game most like from the past? Uh, Mary and Cochran. So those are two very strong people.
2: Oh, two winners.
1: Reading through this list, it makes me uh, very, very excited for the cast from the little that we read about them and all. I think, uh, um, I think we're in for a good season.
2: It, I agree with that. I think that you and Blake both picked really good second and third place tribes.
0: <laughs> I was like, dang, that's a nice compliment. Insult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just
1: let the season do the talking. You had me in the
0: first half. Not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> well, other than that, uh, did we have anything else really planned?
3: No, and now we're just
2: anxiously awaiting season forty-six. Two weeks, less than two
0: weeks now. Yep, less than two weeks. Uh, be sure to to tune in. Uh, I don't believe we will have an episode in between now and then, uh, but check us out on. Twitter or X or whatever the kids are calling it these days uh, at the merge feast pod. And we'll kind of update you as to when our season finale episode will come out, not some finale season premiere episode will come out. Uh, so we'll keep everybody posted there. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in on the off the off season between between seasons and
3: yeah. That's uh, that's all I've got. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks.